You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from the net. I was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah! Sportsnet 960, The Fan. morning the big show russick and rose sportsnet 960 the fan we're on location from the calgary hospital home lottery show home it's only it's only worth 2.7 million dollars oh, this is the it's the second time maddie rose and i have been here uh we're excited i feel like i'm getting to the point now where we should we should get to know the contest winners. Oh, just because we, uh, we, we've been here, so we should have that type of uh, a relationship with them. Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling a connection to this place now, especially to the basement, because we're the, we're the AM trash of the Rogers cluster. Yes. So they throw us in the basement. Yep. Like, we can't be, oh, the FM people need to be upstairs mm. in the light. We just, talk too much. Yeah, throw these monkeys downstairs. It's a lot on the go with these guys, a lot of uh, muttering and, and long, lots of extended talking, so let's just put them in the basement. Yeah, because the FM, how much do they do an hour, six minutes of talk? Is that what it is? Give or take, I think. Wow. Maybe, uh, I think when I did it, we used to do six segments that would be about a minute and a half, two minutes, absolute maximum. And if you're lucky, you might get a little bit of a tease sprinkled over the intro of a song. Oh. Teasing the next segment that we were doing. So, yeah, it's minimal. Well, uh, see, now I don't know this. Did you ever host on any of those stations? I uh, was the producer for uh, Matt and Sarah in the Morning with Jack for better part of a year. Mm. Uh, and was plenty on air, but never did any actual FM oh. hosting. Okay. No. I, uh, I, my first job in broadcasting, Yeah. Uh, while I was in school, I worked for a cluster in uh, St. Catharines um, at the White House of Talk slash White House of Rock. And it was this giant old house on Yates Street in St. Catharines. And it was like 150 years old, 200 oh, wow. years old. This thing was... For rock. Yeah, like it was... And they, had, and they built radio stations in this giant place. So I was a producer and, and an op. So the guy who does the buttons, the yeah. guy who has to go up and set up the um, stuff on the road, I, that was me. That was yeah. my first job in broadcasting. So I did one Christmas show on the uh, FM radio station, which is like our like star station. Sure. Poppy and 95.3. Is that what it is? 959? 959, yes, yeah, star. Yeah, yeah. It's my, I, I saw my presets. I, uh, I, I did it for that. It was Easy Rock at the time there. Yeah. And uh, I remember they had a contest. So it was up to me. So here's here's a little peek behind the curtain. If you if you call in and be like, "Hey, you're caller ten, that doesn't exist. It Rarely. does not exist in radio. There Rarely. isn't like a bank of like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten that you could actually call. So this was like caller nine uh, wins. I don't know what it was. Kelly Clarkson tickets. I don't even remember what wow. it was. Kelly Clarkson yeah. back in the day. Yeah, early Kelly Clarkson. So yeah, my, the preferred Kelly Clarkson. So um, I. Um, I was the op answering the calls. So what I would do is, because 
I wanted to amuse myself, I'd be like, uh, hello, Easy Rock. And they're like, oh, my God. I'm like, ooh, sorry, your caller five. Click. Mm. And I'd be like, hello, Easy Rock. They're like, oh, my God. Sorry, your caller eight. So close. Click. And I did that for about five minutes, and then I finally just randomly picked up the phone. I go, congratulations, you won. They're like, really? I go, yep, you're caller nine. It used to always drive me nuts when I would, like, listen to an FM radio station. And I don't, I'm, I'm such a nerd for that stuff. Like, how does it actually happen? How do they actually pick it? So when I was a producer, I would make sure that we went through every 10, but I wouldn't even really give them a chance to acknowledge. Like, I would answer the phone and be like, your caller one, sorry, right to the next one. Your caller two, sorry. Your caller three, sorry, all the way through until yep. you got to 10. And then you give them a little bit of room. And, and here's another thing. Most of that stuff is recorded. It's rarely live. What? Yeah. You record a lot of it during songs, and then you replay it so it mm-hmm. sounds better, so you can edit it out. Right, because you just don't know what you're going to get with the other person on the other line. Exactly. I understand that. So typically that's so the way that it goes. Our show's about learning stuff. Uh-huh. Like, if there's one thing that we like to do, uh, we like to teach our listeners lots of stuff. Educate. Um, we're at the uh, Calgary Hospital Home Lottery Show Home. The absolute final deadline is midnight tomorrow. Uh, the grand prize, $3 million grand prize, $2.7 million show home, custom built by uh, Calbridge Homes. That's we're in right now. Right now. Uh, you get a 2023 Audi Q8 Progressive supplied by Glenmore Audi. And you get two hundred grand in cash, which will cover your property tax for a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're gold out. No problem. Like you are golden. You're set. This and end. by the way, it's fully furnished, too. And they did a good job. Yeah, it's it's very modern. I don't know what – I know Val Ball, she'll be joining us from the home lottery later on. She can fill us in on how it's designed again because I don't remember. Although I do try to make home decor one of my passions. No, you I don't. don't. No, I don't. No, you don't. But I was trying to – I was trying to make uh, – I was trying to remember how – the theme of the house was decorated. I don't know. But it, it's ridiculous. So that going back to my original point, we need to befriend the people who win so they can have us over for a sleepover. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's so many choices. Well, this beautiful sectional couch, I could definitely pass out oh, drunk on that. I could see thing. myself crashing on that like for sure. Like 100% I could do that. Yeah, after spending way too long in the infinity pool hot tub. Yes, which is just outside the window. Just outside the window. I don't know why we don't do a segment from the Infinity Pool hot tub. I don't know if we're allowed in there. I wonder if it actually has water in it, frankly. We should have brought our trunks. We should have brought them this time. We, or should, we, have, or we, we just... should have been more prepared. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, we move Look our at podcast. Us. Yeah. And you just hear bubbling water in the background <laughs> while we're talking to Ross Tucker. Ross and Rose in a bath together. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Right. Although I'm not a big hot tub guy because yeah. I think they're vile. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm a germaphobe. Okay, yeah. uh, we got a busy show. Frank Saravalli, NHL Insider Daily Faceoff, going to join us at 7. My pal Jeff Blair, host of Blair and Barker at 7.30. Blue Jays made a trade yesterday, trading Teoscar Hernandez to the Mariners for a pair of arms. As I mentioned, Val Ball, Director of Communications and Community Engagement for the Hospital uh, Home Lottery, will join us. Uh, we'll do our NFL pick segment at 8 o'clock. Brody in the beat. Uh, unfortunately, today, like, and I was so mad about this last night. Uh, he's not live, but he did do one yesterday. So Alex Brody absolutely came through. And as I like to call it now, probably the best segment in all of Canadian sports radio. Yeah, I, all, of, all of Canadian radio, not sports radio, radio in this country. Zero arguments coming from me. Yeah, so we'll do that, and uh, we'll talk to our pal uh, Ross Tucker, NFL Insider, Ross Tucker Podcast. Got to get his thoughts, because apparently 
Snowmageddon is on the way uh, to Buffalo. So much snow that they're going to have to probably move the Bills game. It's only like three feet. No, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like three, four feet an hour, or so. it's gonna be like the most biblical, epic snowstorm of all time. And it's a perfect time for me to go home this weekend because yeah. I'll be home this weekend. We in Niagara narrowly miss that snow belt in Buffalo, but we're still going to hit with a lot of snow. So, you know, I, I'm going from here where it's going to snow to there where it's going to snow. It's going to be so much snow for that game. Like, yeah, And I love whenever something like this comes around because you see all the pictures or the old videos that start popping up on social it's cool. media of some of the old snow games. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I'm kind of interested to watch it because, you know, it's it's got that – we're just out here playing around in the snow. Like I, I told you how I went and did the uh, snow pitch tournament when we had that first snowfall uh, just before Halloween. That was a ton of fun. I think the guys would enjoy it to a certain extent. Yeah, the, and especially it's old school football when they yeah. do snow angels and they're running the football. So apparently, according to the latest uh, radar and um, data, it's it's shaping up to be one of the potentially one of the most extreme <laughs> snowstorms in U.S. history. And anytime I see the word extreme, extreme. I have to say it that way because yeah. in 680 in Toronto, it'll be like the extreme weather center is open. Extreme. Ooh. So apparently it's going gonna, it's gonna to snow 70 inches of snow in less than 24 hours. So that's 177 centimeters that's in less than 24 hours. That's preposterous. Yeah. That's, that's how much snow is going to fall in Buffalo, which really isn't a bad thing if you've been to Buffalo. Kind of covers up a couple things here or there. Keeps everybody inside. So it'll be 177 uh, centimeters of snow in Buffalo. We asked Ross Tucker, like, what's what's the best snow game you've ever played in? And uh, thoughts and prayers to the people of Buffalo, because that's going to be an insane storm this weekend. So we're on location. And uh, I know we did this the last time I was here, mm-hmm. but I was really interested to see if I still have access to the Fan 590 in Toronto text line. Did they did they lock you out? Uh, good news, I still have access to it. Oh well, that's just too bad, hey. So um, I know the last time uh, we did this, uh, you gave your Austin Matthews trade suggestions, which were great. So I thought about this this morning. I'm like, huh? I wonder if we still have access to five ninety five ninety in Toronto. So um, we've been taking your Flames victory song. Yeah. Like it, we can't. It's it's Disco Inferno by the Tramps. Well, maybe we'll hear it tomorrow. Maybe we'll hear it tomorrow. Like we, the fans decided on that. Well, I if if you're up to it, if if you got a hands free, if you feel like texting five ninety five ninety in Toronto, just because if you want to, um, why don't you text the worst possible victory songs for the Toronto Maple Leafs? 590, 590 name and location. I like that. I think that you can come up with some really good ones. I think our li- our listeners never disappoint. Nope, never. So feel free uh, to text 590, 590 in Toronto. I can see all the text messages because there are morning shows on the go right now. A lot of Teoscar, Herna- Teoscar Hernandez. A lot of Teoscar, Teoscar Hernandez. Teoscar Hernandez. A lot of Teoscar Hernandez tweets. Um they should trade a catcher for Chris Flexen. That's what, that just popped up. Yeah. Uh, bye-bye, Teo. Um, apparently cows can get up after they're down. Otherwise, they'd be ground beef. That was from Mike. 
Shout out Mike for a yeah, really bad I don't joke. Know. I have no idea. That's some real bad stuff. But uh, yeah, five ninety, five ninety. Name and location. What would be the absolute worst victory song for the Toronto Maple Leafs, or even, or even the best after a, a game they lose, like celebrate? I don't know. Cool in the game. <laughs> mm, no, it has to be something that is more like just ridiculous. No, like woe is me. Yeah. So uh, the worst possible victory song for the Toronto Maple Leafs. If you feel like it, shoot a text to 59590 uh, in Toronto. Uh, why don't we just inundate their inbox? Uh, Flames finally back at it tonight. My God. Feels like, like it's been forever. It feels like it's been forever. Um, taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning, the first of a six-game road trip. It uh, doesn't get any easier. Uh, again, um, I think all of this and the way the schedule has played itself out, which has been ridiculous, but – this is a positive that the Flames are getting this all out of the way pretty much early in the season, especially when you are uh, got to play that Florida double this early in the year. Well, you're getting rid of not only a big Eastern Conference road trip, which means that you're going to have you know quite a bit of home games, even in now, you know, they had the long home stand, obviously, so that kind of cancels each other out at this point in the season. But the other thing, too, is you're facing some big-time opponents. You've got the two Florida teams. Washington's on the trip. There is some absolute doozies for them, and they have to make sure that they're so, making sorry, hay. Sorry, I don't, nope. I don't mean to cut you off. No, nope, uh, you Scott should, from Calgary already. Hello, darkness, my old friend, Yeah. when they win. See, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, keep the, <laughs> keep those that rolling in, Scott. I like that one. I like that, that one. That, that's yeah. topical Hello, because it's like, oh, yeah, my, we won. Friend, the least one. It's like, oh, you're just teasing us because you're just going to break our hearts. Oh, in another win playoffs. in November. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, these really translate great to those wins in the playoffs. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, worst uh, least victory song, You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates. Yeah, I love your show in Calgary, George. Uh, they're, they're flying in right now <laughs> at 590. 590. Uh, Richard and High River, Blue Christmas by Elvis. There you go. That's a really good one. That's a weird (laughs) victory song. Again, I like it. See? see? Uh, Sorry, Rob Richardson and High River. Uh, Thank you for putting your last name, Rob. Uh, Your phone number is. um, But I, uh, Blue Christmas. Again, I like weird. Give us the worst possible Maple Leafs victory song they could have. 590, 590, uh, name and location. Um, have you ever heard of the Banaphone by Rafi? The Bananaphone? Bananaphone, sorry. Of course I've heard Bananaphone by Rafi. What did I call it? Banaphone? Banaphone? Yeah, Bananaphone. Because <laughs> like, well, like, it was spelled well, wrong, that's why. How did you misspell Bananaphone? But you know what it is? I'm such a Ron Burgundy. Alex, can you pull up Bananaphone? Yeah. Do we? Oh, no. Now you're stressing Alex out. <laughs> you know he's like frantically on the board right now. Like, oh, my God. Banana Phone by Rafi. I like this. Uh, Toronto's new victory song, Banana Phone by Rafi. George's clone listener in Rundle. Rundle? Uh, yeah, I think Rundle's right. R-U-N-D-L-E. I got, I got our text line 960960 open up here. So. Oh, no, they're flying in right now in Toronto. Odell yeah, from Okotoke. Kind of Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny how, like, these these texts are rolling in, and then, like, a Blue Jays text <laughs> would be mixed in. So poor Ailish and Justin in Toronto are like, what is happening right now? Are you doing another remote show in Calgary? My goodness. Uh, Justin and Red Deer, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, banana phone, we got it? Turn this up. I haven't heard this before. 
You'd never heard this. No. Well, who hasn't used a banana as a phone? Duh. Especially when you've had a couple of drinks. <laughs> hey, it's for you. <laughs> You're at your buddy's house and you reach in the fruit bowl. Yeah. It's a good gag. Um, always gets a good chuckle. Philip from Cranston, a Creep by Radiohead. That's... <laughs> Uh, Peter from Lethbridge, Fight Song by Rachel Platten. This is my fight this song. This is my fight song. <laughs> yeah, no, not that one. Uh, Brad in uh, Car Stairs. <laughs> it's my favorite place in Alberta. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> uh, Tyler, Tyler Black Diamond, Barbie Girl. <laughs> A lot That's, of Britney Spears, eh? That's yeah, oh, Spice Girls. Gino from uh, Lacombe. Shout out Gino, yeah. Uh, Baby Shark. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. Corey Gino uh, from Lacombe. Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. So annoying. Oh, man. Jason Lethbridge. It's Raining Men by the Weather Girls for the Leafs Victory song. <laughs> Which is also a banger. Like, I, also like they're, really... <laughs> they are flying in right now. Uh, 590, 590 in Toronto. <laughs> Let's inundate their text. Their text line. I'm just imagining them winning a like, playoff what? game, and, and it's raining yeah. men. Do you have to grab it's raining men here, Alex? It's raining men. What's the over-under by the time you get to and the whole 30 crowd, seconds? No, it'll be less than that. No problem. Uh, uh, I don't know this song from Tiny. Right oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Austin, like yeah, over you hear like winner. Joe Bowen. Yeah, I wish you had your Burley right now to play like a Joe Bowen <laughs> play clip. Play right Joe now. Bowen, Austin, Matt, Johnny Toronto, and then this song's playing right now as a victory song. Yeah, exactly, and a big fired up end to it. Uh, Sean and Calgary uh, tiptoe through the tulips from Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> That one I don't know if I'm. Uh, if I know uh, so can we much. find that one too? Uh, oh, sorry. Tiptoe through the like I, tiptoe through the tulips. Hey, Tiny Tim. This would be mm. a lot easier if I had access to the five ninety text line. Can you make that happen? No, you so, don't. Yeah, because then he could have them like ready. As well. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Um, this is uh, put on the Ritz by Taco. Oh, Austin yeah. Matthews leave for another team uh, next year. Gordon Riverbend. Oh, that's putting on the Ritz as he's leaving <laughs> oh, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's pretty as good. He's getting on the plane. D- Oh yeah, he got this one right away. This turn this up a little bit. That's the million dollar troop. As he's like getting in these this private <laughs> private car to get to the air, uh, airport yeah. to fly away in a the, private jet to the, Arizona to the play for the Coyotes. is his private plane. Uh, Chris and Sundance, uh, don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> By- <laughs> By Don't Elton. go breaking my heart. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, that one fits in. That, yeah, it fits the general theme. Of Ooh, the uh, please attach your name and location to the five ninety five ninety text line because we love it. Rocket Man, because I think it's going to be a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, keep them okay. rolling in. Five ninety five ninety name and location in Toronto. Let's just inundate the five ninety text line because I have access to it on my laptop. What would be the worst possible goal song? Or victory song, excuse me, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Because I know they're still upset that the goal song's still Hall & Oates. But uh, <laughs> Joel and Okotoks, we're not going to make it. Uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't going to make it. Yeah, no, we're not. No. Uh, keep them rolling in at the 590, really 590 text line oh, goodness. in Toronto. The worst possible victory song. For a long, long time. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep the... <laughs> 
Oh, this one on our text line. Yeah. If we make it through December by Merrill Haggard. Okay. <laughs> Please send it to the 590-590 text line. Let like, them know over there. Yeah, we, let them know over there. Ailish I, I'm and looking Justin at it. need to know. I feel bad for Ailish and Justin because they're probably trying to uh, react to listeners with the Teoscar Hernandez trade. Yes. Because that's the number one story in Toronto this morning. Uh-huh. And then you guys are sending them like, uh, it's raining men by the weather girls. Jason and that's, Westbridge. That's Between my... like, are they going to trade a catcher for some more bullpen that's help? That's my favorite one is. Yeah. It's raining, man. Uh, keep them, keep them. <laughs> Dan and Calgary, the boys of summer. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it the Don Henley version or is it the I don't Atari's think it matters. Uh, yeah. Weedus Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's too many teenagers on the Leafs. But yeah, no. That, that's uh, not bad, that's, too. It's, I understand what they're getting at, yeah. but it's a little bit of a, uh, yeah. a deep cut. I got to say, the, the last... Hold on, hold on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. The last 21 <laughs> texts in Toronto were 403 numbers. <laughs> get them, boys. Yeah. Absolutely get them. And, hey, the Leafs will probably hand the Devils their 11th straight win later tonight. So, yeah. maybe, so we, maybe we can give it a try tomorrow. Uh, Robin High River, loser by Beck. Yeah, we got that one as well. Uh, no scrubs, TLC, Chris and Thorncliffe. <laughs> oh, so uh, 403 uh, uh, number is is a narc. Uh, I'm listening to the Fan 960. They're ripping the Leafs up. He has them texting goal songs to you guys. Wow. Like, are you like the fun police? They are. That That is a... Like, what a narc. Yeah. Someone snitched on us. Yeah. Like, I, I obviously let the... I'll let them know in Toronto what we're doing, but thank you to and the I listener who had to go out of their way. And I think they'll probably figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Make sure you never tell a us. secret to this guy. <laughs> like, who does that? Someone oh, a- just so you know, I'm listening to 960 in Calgary. They're ripping our beloved and Maple Leafs. They're ripping the Leafs saying, uh, uh, stupid victory goal songs for the Leafs. Just so you know. Just so you guys know. If you guys are like. Yeah. Yeah. Sad uh, trombone for you, <laughs> sir. Uh, Jason Silverado, uh, wake me up when September ends. <laughs> <laughs> so they actually got off to a def- decent start this season, so yeah. I, I don't hate that one. Um, oh, so he just texted back to, uh, okay, I was wondering, laugh my, you know, what off, uh, now they crying boo-hoo, LOL. Okay, so just don't be a narc next time, okay? Man. I don't think it's that we're crying, it's just yeah. that you're fun police. I'm going and- to call them. Go ahead and call them. Uh, they definitely see it. Uh, holding out for a hero for Maxim Calgary for Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> Mac and Camor, Dr. Jones by they, Aqua. They it, should... It'll just be confusing, just like the first round out for the 30th time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done. That one had a little bit of yeah. thinking to it, but we got there. I like uh, that. I yeah. like the uh, um, the DJ Power Play special, A Friday by Rebecca Black. <laughs> <laughs> he used to play that on our show. And would like surprise me with it on Fridays. He'd be like, "It's a Friday, you know what that means." And I'd be like, "What are you talking?" And then it's fine. And an yeah. awful crooning voice. Oh yeah, ugh, just the worst. Uh, keep them rolling in. Pat Nutty. loves them some Rebecca Black. Uh, DJ Powerplay, which I found out yesterday. Which actually I was thinking about yesterday, and it was just one of those moments where <laughs> you didn't text him to like confirm. You weren't like, "No, Is this real? oh, I believe you." It was like that Alonzo morning mistakes. meme where he's just sitting on the bench <laughs> thinking. 
Like that's what I thought of when I heard of DJ Power Play. Keep those worst what possible. What does this mean for me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, turn this up. It's just the worst. Yeah. Let's go to break with this, Alex. Um, although it's Thursday, and we're at the um, Flames play tonight. Yeah, they do. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Uh, the Calgary Hospital Home Lottery. We're at the beautiful $2.7 million show home. The absolute yeah. final deadline is midnight tomorrow yeah. to get your tickets. Goes to a tremendous Looking cause. Everyone needs a health care system weekend. in this city, in this province. Make sure you donate. Uh, keep those texts rolling to 590-590. You sound really genuine over Friday by Rebecca Black. Yeah, it's Black. true. Yeah, it's uh, really make good. sure you donate. It's an important cause. While Friday by <laughs> oh Rebecca Black goodness. is playing in the background. Bad look. Uh, straight ahead, the Rose Report. will tee up the lightning and flames. We'll talk to Frank Saravalli, NHL Daily Faceoff. Straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, boy. Uh, they're fighting back in Toronto right they now. They are. They started to fight back. We have we have light. The sneak attack worked. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden... Um, People from Toronto are texting our text line at 960-960, <laughs> talking smack about the Flames. See, but the problem is um, they don't understand our listeners here. No. We are relentless here um, in Calgary. Um, even now, Ailish and Justin are res- responding to some of your text messages. <laughs> I saw Okotoke sucks. I don't think either of them have been there. Like, I don't want to say that for certain. But, like, all of a sudden... Um, I love Okotoks, too. There, there's a bit of a war going on between our listeners. There's, and according to Technical Director Alex Brody, some 416 numbers were calling <laughs> into the station. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them rolling in. Just um, so angry out there. Uh, yeah. Jay from uh, Claire's, Claire's Home? Yep. Uh, Gangnam Style. Hashtag Go Leafs. <laughs> Then, then we get this uh, this one coming from a 647 number. Uh, the Hitmen are better than the Flames. Oh, e- easy, easy there. Um, Wedley, our man Wedley, uh, sucks to be you by Prozac. <laughs> Another f- uh, 403 number, Lincoln Park, the end. Like, they don't understand nice. that That's you will one. not stop. Don't stop, won't stop. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is is everyone's just asking about how the Huberdo extension looks, and frankly, I think people are going to be pretty okay with that. But Why don't they ask him, uh, uh, mind you, he's got off to a great start, but how's that Albatross-John Tavares contract look? Yeah, yeah, that guy. By the way, uh, keep really those uh, worst um, <laughs> worst Maple Leafs victory songs. Uh, keep hammering the 590-590 text line because um, they, they can't beat our listeners here. No, like this text doesn't even make sense. It says the Sabres and Kraken are better than Huberto and Uyghur, and then two question marks. It's players and teams. Do you not know what I've been dealt dealing with for years? Apparently, there? just yeah, a lot of um, puzzled individuals. Uh, yeah. we're at the just uh, don't understand the assignment. We're on location for the uh, Calgary Hospital Home Lottery at the two point seven million dollars show home. The deadline, the absolute final deadline, is midnight tomorrow. The reason why we're playing this game, I have my laptop which still has the Fan Five Ninety text line on it. That's why you guys are doing a great job of sending the worst possible Maple Leafs uh, victory song at five ninety five ninety in Toronto. But credit to them for fighting back a little bit. Yes. I do appreciate that they're mixing it up. There is life a on little the other bit. end of uh, the country. From Toronto sending stuff 
for us at 960-960. But first, uh, we got to do the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Oh, well, the Flames back in action. Opening up a six-game road trip in Tampa Bay tonight. Pre-game skate going to go at 9.30 this morning. Then we'll get some lines and scratches perhaps. A season-long six-game road trip begins this evening with a stop in Tampa before going to see Matt Kachuk and his new digs Saturday afternoon as they face the Panthers before four games through the Metropolitan Division. Blake Coleman talked to Flames TV at practice on Wednesday. He talked about the importance of these early season road trips. You look at last year and uh, that long one we had to start the year out east, we, I think we swept it and obviously got us off to a, a good start and, and got our team where we needed to be and, and really gave us a good identity. So, um, you know, these trips can either really help you or really hurt you. So we need to get off to a good start here. There's a lot of good teams on this trip that we're going to play and um, it starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow, which is today, last season. The Flames swept a five-game road trip out east in their first ten games. Then they went out east again in November and went 4-1-2. and two. They returned home after 19 games and were 11-3-5 and five for 27 points. At the end of this trip, they'll have played 21 games. Right now they're 7-6-2 and two and have 16 points. So they'd have to get 11 to match their total oh from last season, but they would have played two more games. Bottom line, they're probably not going to have the same first quarter of the season that they had last year, but you can still make a lot of ground up with this big Eastern Conference road trip. But you got four tough teams, too. Yeah, but again, uh, it's back to uh, the schedule sucks, and it is what it is with the giant homestand and then the giant road trip. But you're getting through the most difficult part of your schedule before we even pretty much flip the calendar to December, which I think it it will be key for the Calgary Flames. As you mentioned, Lightning, Panthers, Flyers, Penguins, Capitals, Hurricanes. Those are some tough (laughs) games in there. The two toughest teams in the Atlantic, arguably, well, not the Bruins would say let me have a chat with you and then basically a bunch of heavy hitters in the metropolitan division every playoff the penguins and man you you don't know what you're going to get from the pittsburgh penguins the capitals have been hit or miss to this season the hurricanes are a wagon Uh, there's no question about them but yeah you you get this out of the way what a three and three roadie would be a success for the calgary flames ah you'd probably want a little bit more given how things have went but i'd say four and two would be a success i think three and three you can look at it and say ah Depending on how the games go, right? That's the biggest thing right now. I think a lot of this is still making sure the process is where it needs to be. We uh, unsure what the lines looked like at the morning at, at the skate yesterday, but can tell you that Blake Coleman mentioned that uh, when they shuffled the lines, it was good to see all of them get a little bit of production. But you still got to continue to grow that chemistry. The last couple games were a little bit better, I think. You know, all the lines were getting going a little bit. Um, I think all four lines scored in the first. You know, it was good to see. Good to see you guys that, um, you know, needed to produce, produce, and uh, myself included. So um, it's a step in the right direction. I think, you know, all of us would probably be the first to say our third could have been better. You don't want to have a game be that tight that didn't need to be. But, uh, you know, two wins in a row, we'll we'll build on that and, and go from there. The Pat Steinberg Telethon for Friends of People Who Look at the Sun starts at 2 o'clock. Like Donald Trump did during the uh, eclipse? He just took a quick glance. <laughs> he, just, he was curious. 
Can you blame the guy? How many times did they say, whatever you do? And how many times did you want to look directly at? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah, because I knew it was not healthy yeah. for me. But. Oh, my God. But just a little peek could yeah. hurt. Uh, that starts at 2 o'clock. Flames Talk featuring Pat and Wes Gilbertson, who's actually on the road. Aaron Vickle- Vickers will join our boy from 3 to 4, and that'll give way to the pregame show with Pat and Lou at 4. Derek and Lou will have the call at 5 o'clock, and then Pat will take your calls until about uh, 1 in the morning. Uh, three games last night. Let's dive into it uh, with the rest of the schedule. The Oilers and the Kings. L.A. trying to get back in the win column after they lost to the Flames earlier this week. The Oilers, first game back after a 2-2 two and two road trip out east against four good teams. They were actually off since Sunday following that road trip. Zach Hyman would tie the game at 1 in the second period, but shortly after that, the Kings were re-able to take the lead. Feeds it down low, left circle, cross ice, Moore shoots and scores! Trevor Moore got the cross ice feed at the right faceoff circle and put it in down low, his second goal of the game, fourth of the season. And the Kings have regained the lead at 2-1. to one. They took the lead back with that goal from Trevor Moore. Mm. Stuart Skinner getting the start in back-to-back games for Edmonton. Played well, but no chance on Trevor Moore's fourth. Moore would also hit an empty netter for his first career hat trick, while Skinner stopped, stopped 29 of 31. Um, I, I watched a big chunk of this game last night. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fighting the puck last night. I thought Skinner was as well. He, like, it was, There was a couple that squeezed through him that he just sat on, and a couple he got beat clean that just missed the net. Like, I didn't think he was that good last night at all. And that, that first goal at the NHL level, generally, I know, was a one-timer for Moore. That generally doesn't go in from out there. Yeah, that one's from distance, and he's coming across the net. You should be able to get an arm or a shoulder on that one. The yeah. second one I didn't have much of a problem with. The Oilers were in full it, fire drill mode, and the King zipped it around. But Oh, no, yeah, that second one was a thing of beauty. Yeah. You can't fault anybody on that. But that first goal was like a Wayne Gretzky wind-up by Trevor Moore. It took yeah. forever to get <laughs> released. Uh, early in the second, scary moment, Alex Edler caught Connor McDavid knee on knee. McDavid was shaken up but stayed in the game. This was all amidst, which was a pretty rowdy game overall. Uh, Oilers' next game is going to be Saturday night when they host the Knights on Hockey Night in Canada. The Senators had an outstanding showing from their penalty kill. They break a five-game home losing streak. They hand the Sabres a seventh straight loss. Tage Thompson still looked unbelievable. But but now, do you know what I was talking about? How people like the the fans don't go to the arena? Because show me that you can actually be in contention in March. And look, they got off to a great start in October. Yeah, we saw how terrific they were here in October. Like they were flying down at the Dome. And now all of a sudden, they, they revert back to being the Buffalo Sabres under Terry Pagula. Losers of seven straight. Uh, not great. Final game on the calendar yesterday. Uh, remember how Scott Darling had ran his mouth a little bit earlier in the week? Remember this? You heard it here first. It's the worst city in the country, worst place to play. It was the city. first team on my no-trade clause agreement that I didn't want to go to. Former Blackhawks goaltender Scott Darling talking about the city of St. Louis. Well, the Hawks haven't been good this year. The Blues, they weren't good, but they've been winning lately, and they're also supposed to be better. They showed that they're supposed to be better on Wednesday night. Back to Kane, coming rink wide to Taves. It's intercepted, and O'Reilly with a Chari. Two on one, shorthanded. Kane trying to get back. O'Reilly's shooting. They score! O'Reilly, a shorthanded goal. Blues. Make it 3-1, to 11.52 to go in the first. 
Chris Kerber with the call on 101 ESPN down in St. Louis. Ryan O'Reilly's fourth of the year. Shorty and the game winner in a 5-2 win after losing five straight starts. Jordan Bennington has now won four games in a row, mm. stopping 131 of 140 shots for a 936 save percentage and 225 goals against. Are are the Blues the hardest team in the NHL to read? I know you don't think they're that good, but that's a team capable of ripping off a ton of wins in a row. Like, There's just I, that pedigree there. The thing is, like they don't have that elite guy. They don't have a McDavid or a McKinnon or something like that. But last year they had 920 goal scores. And like, David they Perron was the secret out, sauce of that team. He always has been. And like a lot of people around the team are saying it doesn't have that same snarl. They don't have that same bite that you would be used to when you went mm-hmm. into St. Louis. And, okay, now you have to get by Mikula and you have to get by Pareko. And they've got all these mammoths playing on their blue line. Plus, David Perron is one of the most underrated rats in the league. And I say that in an endearing way. And now he's gone, and you feel like they are certainly missing out a little bit in St. Louis. That's uh, something we can ask Frank Cervalli about. Certainly, yeah. Let's like do it. What, is there going to be a fire sale in St. Louis? Does he see that that team being potentially? And let's not forget, you, in last year's playoffs, you know, the Blues almost knocked off the Avalanche. Yeah, oh yeah. If that game six goes different and the way the Avalanche has been choking in the second round of the playoffs, who knows that what would have happened in a game seven. They got some big choices because you got a good enough team that you could probably make some hay this year if you feel like it. Mm-hmm. Or you've got arguably the two biggest high-profile UFAs on your team if you wanted to decide to sell in Vladimir Tarasenko and Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, big schedule tonight. Two of the betting favorites for this year's Stanley Cup clash at 5 o'clock. The Avalanche head to rally to battle the Hurricanes. That'll be a good game. Elsewhere, the Stars face the Flames next opponent, the Panthers. Canadians visit the Blue Jackets. The Devils look for an 11th straight win. They visit the Leafs. The Bruins hose Torts. We suck. And the Flyers. Four check. Three... <laughs> Well, no, that was so smooth. Three cross like conference. Chunky peanut butter. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> At 6 o'clock, we'll have three cross conference clashes. Uh, yeah. The Islanders will visit the Predators, the Wild host the Penguins, and the Capitals battle the Blues in St. Louis. Also at 6, the Jets host the league worst Ducks. Ducks are very aggressive. Very aggressive. At 8, it's an all desert affair. We got the Coyotes and the Knights in Vegas. And then uh, up on the coast, the Rangers make their long, their lone, long trip to battle the Kraken in Seattle. The night will wrap at 8.30 with the Sharks and the Red Wings down in the Shark Tank. Week 11 of the NFL starts in Green Bay. we got the 4-6 and six Packers hosting the 6-3 and three Titans. The Pack will try and contain Derrick Henry. Titans top the AFC South. Aaron Rodgers and the Pack well back. Of the 8-1 and one Vikings for the division lead in the NFC North, they're also out of a wild card position as we sit today. Right. The Packers have a top-tier pass defense, but they've struggled to contain the run this season, while the Titans have some of the lowest pass production in the league and obviously really rely on Derrick Henry in that ground game. Looks like it's going to be about minus 5, minus 10 degrees in Lambeau, a little bit of wind, 12, 15 miles an hour for this one too. And as a result... We're seeing the total down to 41, and the Packers favored by three points. Uh, we, we had this discussion on Inside the Lines on Sunday. I know David Vastel was trying to tell me that uh, the Jags were the best three-win team in the NFL at the time. I go, that's crazy talk. It's clearly the Packers. And would you be surprised if they go on a bit of a run here and all of a sudden sneak into that wild card conversation? Because we know there's the extra team, right, the extra playoff team. Yeah. And if Aaron Rodgers gets hot and that run game can wake up, and the defense is still good in Green Bay. I would not be surprised. The Titans have a ton of issues on the offensive line. Ryan Tannehill is going to start, but he's got that ankle thing. Yep. 
I kind of like the pack to get it done tonight at home. Aaron Jones is no slouch either if they want to kind of start yep. relying on their run game, and they don't even need to rely on him. They can go between him and A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon's an excellent ba- uh uh, excellent backup running back. Probably the best in the league. One of the better red zone guys for yep. sure. Trust me, as an Aaron Jones fantasy owner, I'm very aware of okay. A.J. Dillon's exploits in the red zone. All right. Uh, 6.15, that one will get going. Uh, MLB broke late in our show yesterday. A lot of talk about this uh, over in Toronto today, actually. Uh, saw yeah, it on, saw it on the text line. I saw a couple uh, I saw a couple texts about Teoscar while you filled their text line uh, at 595 with uh, Leafs uh, loser, uh, Leafs victory songs that are totally inappropriate. Like Dick and Innisfail, uh, Lonesome Loser by Little River Band. <laughs> anyway, continue. The Blue Jays traded outfielder Teoscar Hernandez to the Seattle Mariners for a couple of pitchers yesterday. 30-year-old Hernandez spent the last six seasons with the Jays. He was acquired by a trade from the Astros back in 2017. If I'm not mistaken, that was the Francisco Liriano deal uh, that uh, when he went uh, to Houston, maybe? That was one of the best trades this regime has done. The Teoscar Hernandez was an absolute slam dunk trade. Yeah, they that was a bit of a... Yeah. Yeah, they kind of sandbagged him on that one. Yeah. So just give the particulars about the deal. Two-time Silver Slugger, All-Star in 2021. They got uh, Eric Swanson, who's a 29-year-old righty. Yeah. And 21 lefty Adam Mako. Mako's got a cool story as well. Grew up in Ireland, graduated from high school in Alberta, born in Slovakia... And if he reaches the majors, he'd become the third player to ever do so from that country. Uh, taught himself how to pitch with YouTube videos of David Price and Justin Verlander. Mm. So that's kind of cool. Not bad. And he's a left-hander. He's a lefty. He made eight starts for Advanced A Everett in 2022, posting a 3.99 ERA with 60 strikeouts over 38 and a third innings. Um, we're going to talk to Jeff Blair later on in the show. He's got Jeff Blair has our World Cup coverage nailed down, too. Oh, yeah. Alongside Dan Riccio, so we'll, we'll touch on the World Cup, too. We're a Danish uh, reporter, almost had their camera broken yesterday. I saw that. And guitar, because it's a free country. So, but Is we'll it? talk to, no, not really. We'll talk to uh, Jeff Blair about this Blue Jays trade. I know people hate to hear this, too, but it does give them flexibility financially, because Teoscar didn't want to sign an extension. It looks like those talks went nowhere. They get $14 million to play with here. And Ross Atkins on Tim and Friends yesterday was talking about run prevention is key. Because you look at the Houston Astros, the bullpen was absolutely lights out. You look at that series against the Mariners, the bullpen was just far superior to what Toronto was throwing there. And I know uh, they beefed up their bullpen a little bit here, but there's still a ton of work to do. And I would imagine this financial flexibility they have now will be used to go out there and get a starter. Those are things we can ask Jeff Blair about. But the, but the return did feel a little underwhelming. Yeah, it felt like one of those yeah. in the NHL where you're like, oh, you also got, um, well, and it's not the same in the MLB, but you got cap space or you got money to spend yeah. as part of the deal by moving uh, Teoscar out. Uh, we'll switch over to the NBA, the hard court, where the Raptors returned home from a three-game road trip. They went one and two on the road trip but came home to take on uh, Kyle Lowry and the Miami Heat, and the Raptors were also looking for a fourth straight win at home. Uh, you got the latest for us there. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, my. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 I do. I do. I do. Um, 
because they got another game coming up on Saturday, but yesterday was a big one at home as they were looking to uh, string a couple of victories together. I'm, I'm ready. All right, you, you ready? Yep. All right, let's go back to the station. Fire it off, boys. Let's do it. Uh, Fred Van Vliet returned from illness to score 23 points as the Groat made his return to Toronto, Kyle Lowry, but it wasn't enough. Grout. Raptors beat up the Heat, 112-104. Who came to the rescue again? OG freaking Ananobi yeah. scored a season high 32 points and matched a season high with 10 boards. As a Raptors use a 21-0 run in the third quarter Whoa. to essentially put this thing out of reach. Kyle, uh, okay. 21 straight points in one quarter is a lot. Yeah, 21 to nothing. Yeah. You know, my dad did his own grout on his deck. Really? Yeah, he got it all even and everything. It took him a little while. He had mm. to do, go back and do it, but it's he did it all grout, by himself. but not grout. Grout. Yeah. What are you talking about? Grote. What's the difference? Greatest Raptor of all time. Did you hear that Shade Gilgis Alexander of the Oklahoma City Thunder is having himself a monster season? Yeah, I know. He scored 41 last night. Yeah, uh, 42. Uh, also had Pardon s- part my French. Six boards, <laughs> seven assists, and 35 minutes of action. How about this? Sorry. He's the first player to average 32 points and shoot 54% through the first 14 yeah. games since Michael Jordan did it at 88-89. Yeah. And he's the second player to ever record 10 games of 30 points and 50% shooting in his first 14 games, which has only been done once by Wilt Chamberlain Ooh. in 1962 and 63. Nobody's going to beat Wilt's real record. But uh, when it comes to, say, Jay Gilgis-Alexander, the kid from Hamilton, and he's doing it without shooting the three. He only had two three-pointers last night. It was two for three from beyond the arc. And Steph Curry dropped 50 uh, for the Warriors last night, who still lost uh, to Phoenix. Uh, they've lost eight straight on the road. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander is doing it by just mid-range shots, getting to the hoop. He's been terrific. And now all of a sudden it's like, should the Raptors trade for Shea Gilgis-Alexander? Please. Would you include Scotty Barnes in a Shea Gilgis-Alexander oh, no, deal? I don't know. I love Scotty Barnes. But he has been fantastic. And this just bodes well for when Canada's back in the Olympics. That they have a real bonafide score. The Thunder also won their game by one point. So you love to see records set, but also do it in a winning uh, fashion. World Cup starts this weekend, so i got a fun soccer story for you here, pal. I I love soccer. Yeah. um, The football. The f- football is life. Sure um, is. The Football Association has charged Brentford striker Ivan Tony with 232 alleged breaches of betting rules. Just 232? Just 232 okay. breaches from February 2017. Back then he played for Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, until January of 2021. Apparently he's a pretty good player. He's like third in goals in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, just missed being named to the England World Cup roster. Huh. Um, but apparently been doing a little bit of a sprinkle, sprinkle on some of his tilts. Oh, boy. <laughs> 232 oh boy. alleged breaches oh of betting rules. <sighs> okay, this isn't the Calvin Ridley bet $1,500 with his phone because he's a knucklehead on his team. No. Nope. Which he shouldn't have got the year suspension for. But this is... It feels similar, like when you're like no, 232 breaches, that feels like you that, did it through feel- a betting company, and yeah. the betting company was like, "Yeah, we'll hand over that information. Yeah, no this, problem." Yeah, this is uh, this is a little it's a little hard to defend. If it was twice, <laughs> you know, once, twice, three times a lady, no, uh, 231 equals you're a criminal. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not a number they pull out. No, of hat. no, that's, they have receipts. Yeah, the Calvin Ridley thing's ridiculous. This dude should go to jail for doing this. Uh, a couple it's of Max, it's Max, Max. Match fixing at its finest. What do you know about Ivan Tony, Alex Brody? Nothing. Uh, he was, Nothing. Like he's rumored. 
to make a big jump to like one of the top six teams. So I don't know what this means. Can for he him. do that if he's incarcerated? That's, that's <laughs> the thing, right? So he's so. He's what are the odds player. for him to make? What are the odds for him to for where he lands? No. Okay. Jail. Uh, in tennis, uh, Felix Oje Aliassime won his final round robin Smooth. match, uh, or will have his final round robin match at one o'clock this afternoon uh, against American. Taylor Fritz. Yep. Casper Ruud, uh, the top player in their pool, but the winner of this Fritz and Felix match, who are both one and one, you get to go on to uh, the semifinals and battle the winner of the other group, who's going to be Novak Djokovic. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty cool. So Felix Ojealiasim, Taylor it's Fritz. a big deal. One o'clock this afternoon. Don't miss it. If Felix could win this tournament, it'd be the biggest of his career. For sure. No question. The ATP Tour Finals. Yep. And then that would be a nice little tee-up for him going into uh, the Davis Cup Finals. Oh, I, was, I was thinking more Australia in oh, January. Oh, sure. I guess major. The first stuff. major of the year. But, like, just coming up later this He's been month, great. He's been great. Uh, women's Golf Tour. Uh, it's the CMA Group Tour Classic this weekend. It is. Uh, the very final tournament uh, on their uh, schedule. Brooke Henderson has an upper back injury, which caused her to pull out of last weekend's tournament, but she's going to try and make it through this weekend. She tees off at 10.30. Calgary time, the only Canadian in the field, the fourth-ranked woman entering the tournament. That is all I have for you. That's and great good stuff. Night and good luck to you, sir. And the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead on the show, Frank Saravalli, NHL Insider Daily Faceoff. Uh, keep those texts rolling in in Toronto, 59590. Um, give, your, <laughs> give your name and location. We've had a lot of fun this morning. Uh, what would be the worst Maple Leafs victory song um people in toronto got a little heated at us too so it's been awesome so far this morning keep those rolling in we're at the calgary hospital home lottery we're at the 2.7 million dollar show home the absolute final deadline to get your tickets is tomorrow more on that as well on location the big show ruskin rose sportsnet 960 the fan